I say once every 90 days, something happens. You're lucky. There's one or two ways I can take that. Like something bad happening, I could lose my mind and and cuss and do this and do that. But ultimately, what is that going to fix? This is The Playbook. Have we got a special guest today, the CEO and co-founder of Connected. That's with a K. My man, Devin Johnson. Welcome to The Playbook. Thanks for having me, Dave. Honored. Yeah, well, I'm honored to have you because you and I, we didn't grow up with a silver spoon in our mouth. In fact, I don't think we could afford a spoon. <laughs> Plastic one. <laughs> Plastic, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I always say to my children, uh, you know, I can't teach you what I learned by, you know, the difficulties, the struggles, the promotion and protection I received uh, by having to do everything myself. You had an added load. I just had a single mom with six kids. Mm-hmm. You, you had an added load. Uh, because it was one thing to, uh, that, you know, you were mi- missing uh, parents, but, you know, you were also in a very difficult situation. Give me a little bit of a perspective of what was going on when you were young, mm-hmm. but also what most people don't ask about, how has that been a promotion and protection of, of you today since you're so successful with Connected and other things? Yeah, absolutely. So I love kicking off the podcast, by the way, in a different manner where we get right to adversity get right to solutions. So with that being said, first nine years growing up, my dad was in prison. Normal childhood, mom took good care of me, but dad was uh, locked up behind bars. Um, And when he did get out, my household was divided. My mom and dad were never lived together. So it was a divided household, go visit dad, whatnot. At 12, figured out he was a drug dealer. My mom was a factory worker. At 15, my sister was diagnosed with cancer and it completely divided the household where My dad necessarily wasn't a bad person, but he ran from situations he didn't know how to handle. And so, therefore, he took a year spree where we don't know what he did. But he he admitted that he was struggling with a heroin addiction. And then I was really the last we seen of him for a year. And I quickly became the man of the household at 15 years old, going on 16. So just starting my high school career for for individuals that are tracking my timeline there. And... You know, life hit quick. In the same week that all of that happened, my best friend committed suicide as well. Uh, So I was with him at 8 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night. Found out he had shot himself over some crazy stuff I had no idea he was even dealing with. And, you know, I was with him, you know, a couple days a week, right? So, you know, started young with a lot of adversity and quickly became the man of the house. I started by hustling sneakers. So I'm a huge sneakerhead for anybody listening. I, uh, I ran trade shows and flipped high-end sneakers, so Nikes, Jordans, Yeezys, and still a collector still to this day. I bought a pair of shoes this morning, actually. So Very cool. Yeah. Um, I have a question. You know, If somebody would have asked me, probably from the time I was five on, what I wanted to be when I grew, grew up, I would have said two things. One, a professional football player, and two, rich. Yeah. If I would have asked you at 15, when you became the man of the house, you know, what are you going to be when you grow up? What would you have answered? Yeah, I, I thought I was actually, before my sister got sick, I thought I was going to be a pro racer for dirt bikes. So I did ride dirt bikes. That was one of the pleasures that uh, my mother and father were able to keep me in up until my sister getting sick. But about that time, I would have said pro racer. And then the adversity hit, and then I, I would say filthy rich. Nice. That's what we have. <laughs> and you're well on your way, by the way. Um, now, you you know, have specialties, uh, you know, you're a SaaS solution company out of Indianapolis of all places, Mm -hmm. and you have over 150 employees. 
you are growing exponentially and you have a reputation of treating people well beyond providing value. Uh, what are some of those specialties that allow you not only to treat your customers well, but also to provide such great value? And by the way, the way that we met is I'm probably one of your first customers and now uh, also <laughs> an advisor because I've been there so long, but, yeah. uh, you know, always impressed with, uh, you know, anyone from Indiana, but anyone from Indiana that they talk about providing such value and such great customer service is someone that I seek out. Uh, what have you learned as your specialty that allows you to do both of those things that are critical? Yeah. So not being attached to the almighty dollar, I would say is the ultimate root of, of ongoing success. You know, I like making money. I do like filthy rich, like that stuff gets me excited. And I, I like the finer things in life, but at the end of the day, I'm fueled by the ultimate passion of being able to control my environment all in any given time. Right. I was in such a dark spot faced with a lot of adversity that I told myself I'd never be there again. And I wanted to create a solution, the marketplace, you know, it, it, to never, ever be back in that dark spot. And Connected happened to be that that solution, that vehicle. And Connected was started just out of the simple passion of trying to meet the right person. Right. You're having a difficult time finding the right people. And you were always been driven by learning, by looking for mentorship. Uh, how old were you when you had your first mentor? And how has your perspective of mentorship evolved since your first mentorship, dead or alive? Yeah, so, you know, it started with YouTube, right? It started with uh, the Grant Cardone's, the early Ed Milet videos, the Andy Farcella videos. I, I chalked that up as my first mentor because I, I seeked out that content to keep me motivated, keep me going through times that were, you know, challenging in, in the, in the uh, landscape I was dealing with. But my first actual mentor was my business partner, Cody. So he, he led me to faith. He taught me real relationships because at 18, going on 19, graduating high school, I was an egotistical, you know, I was not the person I am today. Let's just leave it that way. I cared about the money. I cared about how I could get your credit card. You were serving a God, just the wrong one. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was serving the, the, the Chase bank account. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And he taught me real relationships and gave me a bigger cause and a bigger passion in life, which was understanding real relationships ultimately lead to real profit and real legacy. And through that mentorship, uh, you've really explored other philosophies beyond, you know, my dear friends, Andy and Ed, et cetera. What are some of the things that you would suggest people either read or listen to today? Mm -hmm. Now looking back at, you know, what's available, what are some of the things you think people, where they should start? Well, I think they should start with David Meltzer's podcast. <laughs> there you go. The playbook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beyond the playbook. The playbook. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> yeah, thank you, though, for the plug. Uh, you know, Ed Milet, Andy Farcella, honestly, it's two extremes in my mind, right? If you're hardcore, like a lot of F-bombs, go follow my man Andy, Andy and watch every piece of content. You know, I, Including I, the Dave Meltzer's episodes. Those that, are good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then, you know, uh, Ed Milet, I still watch all of their content uh, for the most part, right? Because I'm a student of every single day, I'm trying to learn something new and and apply and and be, you know, open to the abundance around me. You know, that's something you say a lot, right? But I really am trying to soak it all in and be a sponge, and all while staying focused on that on that mission of of growing this company I'm currently running. Um, you know, but I would start with those online mentors, and then I would seek uh, local individuals through LinkedIn that you know, may have exited a company. You can look up, just Google companies that have exited in whatever city you're in or whatever major city, 
and try to connect with them on LinkedIn and really grab a, you know, buy them a steak, buy them a coffee and really try to get inside their mind. That's what I did uh, with Gold Star BNI when I was 18, 19, just got out of high school. I'd go join these meetings and I'd ride the free passes up to the max and I would just try to meet people, get business and get mentorship at such a young age. But by the way, Gold Star BNI, every major city has one. It's local networking with local CEOs. Yeah, it's really good. And you won me over. You bought me a steak and won me over as well. So <laughs> uh, don't forget that methodology. And I'm uh, looking forward to that tonight as, as well here. We're going to go to dinner. But you're um, buying, right? Yeah, I'm buying. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you invite everyone, I'll buy. Uh, now, you also are well-balanced. And this is something that I wasn't when I was your age. You're a young father, younger than I was when I became a father, got married younger than I did. Um, but you do a really nice job of having weighted balance and maintaining the most important relationships in your life yeah. while you're still creating abundance. What are some of those lessons uh, that you've learned? Because I can't uh, explain as well as you to people your age how that weighted balance works because it's not associated. You know, when you're four kids deep at 54, three in college, I can't really explain where you're at but you can so i'd love mm -hmm. i haven't seen very many young entrepreneurs so successful really have that weighted balance usually they're way to the other side and they're screwing up their marriage then i can give them advice yeah <laughs> yeah so for the record i was not always balanced so i right. do want to be transparent you know i'm not perfect i did learn the hard way but it is so important to understand that if your relationship outside of businesses is not right one will fail right and let me let me talk about not just your wife or your girlfriend or your kids but you if you aren't being taken care of by you you will ultimately burn yourself out right the word burnout and entrepreneurship or business gets used a lot and i think it's one of two reasons that that happens one your goal or your dream is not big enough or you're not taking care of you first so this is how I lived. It goes my relationship with, with God and, and jumping into scripture, me, then my family, then my business. Because if all of those boxes are checked where I'm spiritually right, I'm fit, and my household is being taken care of and my, my wife's motivated and they're all on the same page, business runs a lot smoother, right? It's interesting you say that because um, I always put family first and I was out of balance. And then I put, you know, finance second. Mm -hmm. And my re-engineering of my values were health first, then faith, which I had my faith in the wrong place, so it wasn't even ranked. Mm -hmm. So it's health first, then faith, then family, then finance. And yeah. that seems to be a, a great non-negotiable for, for me. Now, you talk about having control. I talk about with things going crazy, as they always do. There's complete uncertainty at all times. I'm much older than you, so I'll just pre-warn you and give you a little bit of hint to the future there'll always be uncertainty oh yeah uh so knowing what you're in control of is very important now i tell people you're in control of your mindset your heart set and your handset you have a great uh nuance to that as well mm -hmm. what are the things that you think we're in control of and that you work on staying in control of yeah ultimately i work on controlling my emotions in whatever situation we may be dealt the good the bad the ugly right if something in the business world blows up, because it ultimately does, right? It, I say once every 90 days, something happens. You're right? lucky. 
Yeah. <laughs> once every night, once every nine minutes, it seems like to me, but I've learned to control my emotions as well. Minutes and moments, I call it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the different season that I'm, I'm in right now, I've <laughs> That's built, good. built some good leaders in the company, to be honest. And I, I think they deal with one every nine minutes, but it doesn't get escalated to me until every 90 days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> not, good. not every 90 good. days. But anyways, you know, ultimately control the emotions around that. There's one or two ways I can take that, like something bad happening. I could lose my mind and and cuss and do this and do that but ultimately what is that going to fix right calm down i may not like what's happening but i want to calm down i want to disconnect you know i want to get out of that conversation as soon as possible and i love getting pen to paper or now i'm remarkable right so my <laughs> little pen on the remarkable and i like to think through the scenarios that i have out right um one of my superpowers as a ceo is I run multiple outs in the company. I know a lot of um, other tech founders, they build one path and that's the only path they're going. That's not necessarily good or bad, but then some adversity hits them and it's like, I don't know what to do. Right. I, I, I got to call so-and-so for money. I got to call so-and-so. So I run three to five paths within the company. And what I mean by that is three to five paths that I can pivot and be quick with and, and be able to take the company in a different direction not like core value-wise or product-wise, but who we're serving and, and big outlets to keep the, the growth of the business continuing to flourish. Yeah, it's amazing. And, you know, when I started building my own brand, uh, you know, I was amazed to just be associated with the Andy Frisellas and Ed Milets, who are two of my closest friends. Uh, but, you know, I attribute differently than those guys. Mm -hmm. I think that my brand was built on LinkedIn. Yeah. And I think it's still the most underutilized and undervalued platform of all. Preach. <laughs> right? Yes. And, and that's why we got connected years and years ago, no pun intended. We got connected <laughs> with the C. Now we're connected with the K. Everything's um, with the K. Exactly. Right? <laughs> it's all about branding right here. Good. I like it. So K-E-N-N-E-C-T-E-D for those who uh, misspell this word often. Um, but today, I want you to explain Number one, the potential of LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And two, how your SaaS solution has exponentially provided more value and connectivity with a K uh, to the most valuable platform that exists. So let's start with LinkedIn in general, right? The world is utter chaos when it comes to trying to figure out a path for you to grow your business. And LinkedIn has the person, the company, the individual you need to talk to for that next million, 10 million hundred grand, that next big deal, that next big level of your business, that person has a LinkedIn profile. Almost guaranteed there's 900 million active users and all of them are business oriented, right? It is the largest business platform to do business, talk about business and grow business in the world. Unlike Facebook where, you know, they talk about Susan's birthday and, and aliens uh, and, and the Karens of the world <laughs> and politics and all that aliens yeah 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 <laughs> aliens and abductions and all the fun stuff and i like going on there for conspiracy theories you know you're right who I does like, it i like I entertainment like good, i like a good you know facebook rabbit hole right <laughs> but linkedin there's none of that or very 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 little it's all about business how can we connect serve and grow a winning community beautiful and you need to learn how to find the right individuals in your local area to grow your business Everything I've told you about finding a mentor or finding these groups, you can find on LinkedIn and do outreach virtually if you are uncomfortable going in person. 
you can do virtually and meet with that right individual at the right time. With Connected, with a we, K. Yeah, with a K. Don't don't forget it. K E. And then E C T E D. Got it. K E. <laughs> and so with Connected, we automate that entire process and we educate on that process. You know, LinkedIn is an amazing platform, but they have fell short on the education as far as how to properly build a community, how to properly put a relationship first. And we don't just automate sales. We automate recruiting. We automate building the right relationship. And we preach relationships first. We do not teach copywriting to just sell inside the inbox. We teach build a real relationship, build a connection, and then take that relationship offline, right? LinkedIn is the number one marketplace in the world to connect with the right person at the right time to grow your business to the next level. Yeah, and that connection is of extreme quantitative value, which gives you that platform of Connected that provides not only the customer service aspect of what you do, but this extreme value because most people don't know what they're doing with LinkedIn, but it's so good that be, they still get results. Yeah. And that's the danger of LinkedIn that I have found is that, you know, if you're not good at other platforms, you're not going to get any results. Right. Right. You, you buy fake followers, you're not going to get any results. You do all these things that people do. Well, on LinkedIn, it's the opposite that you do even closely to the right things, you, you can, get a result. You can epically fail and make thousands of dollars at minimum. On, but if you know what you're doing, we're talking millions. <laughs> Well, this yeah. man has helped me make millions and he'll continue to do so. Check out his podcast as well. No title necessary. That's the humility that this young man has learned through his career. And now he's empowering others with the same humility to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun. Please reach out to Connected, K-E-N-N-E-C-T-E-D. The incredible Devin Johnson. Thanks for joining me. This is David Meltzer on Appreciate Entrepreneurs, it. The Playbook.